0: Hanks, hot, aches, back on the air, baby. Let's fucking go. Been a hot minute here to talk some ball with the greatest fantasy football league that exists, none other than the DHS Fantasy Football Alumni League. Wish it was a shorter title. We tried, but we couldn't figure out anything cooler back when we all graduated high school in 2012. So here we are, the 14th season. We're in week nine. We've crossed the halfway point in the season. I apologize that I wasn't here to go over every last intricate piece of it. Alas, we are headed down the back stretch. Things are going to get ugly. People are going to start taking cheap shots, and there's no better place to discuss it than on Hank's Hot Takes. October was crazy. I moved. Um, I'm switching baseball coaching jobs, which I know most of you are familiar with. Um, also six months pregnant. There's been a lot on my plate. But alas, I am back looking forward to talking a little bit of ball. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Uh, No introduction needs to be made here for week nine. Uh, Solo pod uh, might not be as long. Certainly won't have nearly as much banter, but going to go ahead and take care of you and get you set up here as we approach week nine. Um, One, just wanted to talk ball. Sure, but two, um, since I should say Hank's hot takes is missed, back-to-back weeks now, Um, and then I also missed, I think it was week four, Um, actually I could tell you specifically, because Dirty Flip Flops has taken an absolute plunge from graces, and three of my four losses have come on weeks that I didn't run a Hank's Hot Takes. So selfishly, I got to provide some content here got to get dirty flip-flops back up and rolling sure realistically not having justin jefferson is the actual problem but i got a good feeling i got a little something in the tank for juicing the drought old bk thinks he can just miss the show because he's risen up nyc i mean that's a pretty decent reason to miss this show back in week five i'm up for that ass bk so before we get into Week Nine picks, a quick recap. Um, we have, I guess, a, a few different things to cover. We can start with the um, the highest point score for each week. Uh, last we left, Jeff Baldus uh, took home Week Five, 164 points. Uh, in Week Six, Matt Munzel uh, touches 125.4. Week seven, Mo gets the second time on the board, 145.8. So Mo is now the money leader in the clubhouse as far as those points go. And then last week, um, needed every point and uh, certainly will be a part of the conversation on today's episode. But Summer Breeze takes home the high score of week eight with 143.46. For the season, Mo is still at the top with 176.4. And then the, uh, let me see here, the highest points in the season thus far uh, is currently Jeff Baldis at 991.04. Jeff on the cusp of breaking a thousand. It looks like most everyone should do that here in week nine, but a little bit of scratch getting thrown around. So congrats to Munzel, for uh, uh, Mortenson for a second time, and then Jake Havy getting in skins game here. Um, the week six Hank hot takes parlay. Um, we've been one leg short now three different times. Mo, Mo let us down with his Dolphins minus nine uh cook money line you can take that to the bank dolphins minus 13 and a half i'll tip my cap um but don't want to be too hard on mo because he did um forego his number one selection in lions money line i think he may have actually wanted the, the points um but he went to his secondary uh, which was the 49ers and it fell short alas so um we we had a lot shake up since Um, we were last live, um, just based on the picks, um, last week, week six, I went three and one, um, and cook went two and two. So a very, very, very brief week six recap. And one of the only reasons I want to bring this up is I was three and one in my picks. Um, I'm 13 and five so far on the year, um, Got the hot hand, which is great. Uh, Anybody can come after me for that five bucks. I've been reeling and dealing this year, so feeling froggy as always. Would have gone four and zero. I had picked Brett Kokalis over Matt Munzel, and one of the crazier fantasy football um, situations occurred where Justin Herbert threw and caught a pass so he threw it I believe it got tipped he caught it and he scrambled for I think it was was a first down or a point or so which one led to his victory which is obviously great and then of course the um Hank's hot take sweep fell short so Munzel with a very close win I think we were on grape watch uh in week six um this is Kind of been week Week six was where my team really started to show its true colors without Jefferson, uh, Tua, and Tyreek doing everything that they need to be doing, but the rest of my team is kind of <clears throat> at the moment. Uh, Cook survives. Grouch's um, Royal Flush notches a huge win against Summer Breeze. That was a big matchup um, to get things rolling for Tall. Um, and then week seven, the notables were um, Mo takes care of business. Mo looking more of a contender than a pretender. Um, Grouch's Royal Flush goes for two in a row over the Foggy Dew. Munzel gets in the W column again over Summer Breeze. And Brett notches a much needed win over Eric Cook week 7 was wild mo uh being the lead scorer um and then of course um this was how going to two two in a row which it which is massive so we we look to week 8 and i'm just flying through these cuz you probably all are familiar with them but nevertheless fun to talk about some wins uh week 8 take my third loss in a row uh van hoof takes me out 137-116 Jake Havlin on the, on the brink. Um, one in seven would be as close to the nail in the coffin as it gets without really putting concrete on top of it. Uh, but alas, takes care of business against Hey Hey, Captain Jack. Um, it's wise to throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, it looks like they're starting to figure that out. Um, Jeffy B makes a huge win over Matt Munzell and toe knife. 137, 130. Um, Paul over Skiv. Skiv being one of the other teams that I'm sure is happy to hear me on the air. He's been 0-3 since we last got hot. Uh, And then Mo with another wonderful win over BK. So, what does that mean and where does that leave us? Looking... At the rankings, looking at the standings and the divisions, um, we got ourselves a couple of good things brewing here. The Three Rivers division is looking to be a WWE Raw slugfest. Uh, Matt Monzel and Toe Knife, 6-2. Moe and two. Mo Backwoods, Cleopatra, 5-3. and three. And then you have Van Hoof, Cook, and Tall all at Four and four. Um, it's crazy, and uh, of course, a gentle playoff reminder that the top two or the the, the top one team in each division um, advances in, and then it's the next best four records, and then I believe the tiebreaker is points and that's just off the top of my head don't quote me on the tiebreaker but the division lead the division winners and then the next best four so lots of room and lots of um, time for each team their division to beat each other up certainly that will there will be some of that Uh, and then over in the four wins division um, it's not as jam-packed of a traffic jam as the three rivers side but it's certainly not over by any means with jeffy b out in front at five and three um dirty flip-flops needs needs some help i am currently uh four and four but on a three game skid here um but thank thankfully the teams below me are kind of doing the same and not taking huge advantages of of the opportunity. Um, Deuce in the drought, three and five, Bullfrog, three game skid, and then Summer Breeze might be the only one trying to actually climb up this leaderboard as opposed to fall down it. So as it stands at the moment, Monzel and Baldus would be your current um, division winners. Um, certainly it's it's a long way to go. Uh, Matt is one win away from what I would consider securing a buy or excuse me, securing a playoff spot. Um, Seven wins always seems to get you in, especially with um, an additional week. Uh, Certainly we saw a couple of six-win teams, including myself, sneak in last year. So lots of fantasy football left, a lot of road to hoe still, um, but everybody is still in it, including Summer Breeze. Uh, That's a huge win last week, and it sets up for a very, very, very exciting week. Nine. So let's jump right in. Gonna touch on my matchup. Don't have anybody to pick against, but I will cover them all. If you want to go against me any in any of them, that's fine. Let us roll the dice. Again, I'm 13 and five this year. The guest pickers are ten and eleven. So this is the first year I am actually um picking at a pretty incredible clip. I imagine the um the ship will find its level here as the season progresses. Um, but only one way to find out. So dirty flip-flops going up against Juice in the drought. Um, fair to say I'm picking myself. So this might be the easiest five bucks that anybody um, could ever get. Uh, Brett's got a good team. Um, Jalen Hurt's starting to play well. Um, Tony Pollard showing some cracks, Ramon J. Stevenson showing some cracks. This team has the ability to put a stinker out there. Um, I'm fortunate in Christian Kirk having a bye. Um, Jamison Williams has pretty much been on a bye all season with his rock hands. So that really doesn't affect him much. Um, On my side of things, it's obvious. It's the Tua Tyreek show. Um, need, need them to show out against KC. Hopefully that's an all-timer. Uh, unfortunately, it's in Germany, so a, a friendly reminder to make sure that your lineup is set. You're probably listening to this post 930, so that, that was probably an irrelevant thing to say. Now I'm just wasting air. Sorry about that. So give me dirty flip-flops. Uh, it'll be a much-needed division win and to get the locker room turned back around. Next matchup here, uh, we got the boys battling each other. Hey, hey, Cat and Jack going up against the Foggy Dew. Jeff trying to extend his lead in the Four Winds Division. While Hey, Hey, Cat and Jack is looking to throw some chairs in the Three Rivers. Now this is post Thursday night football, so Derek Henry already threw up a 18 burger for Baldus. Um, However, he left 15 spot on his bench in Najee Harris and currently doesn't have a starting quarterback in his lineup. This has been Jeff's MO all year. Um, let's play. Who do I think Jeff is going to start? All right. Great question, Hank. Let's take a look. Does he have any quarterbacks on his bench? He does. He has Kyler Murray, which I don't think he's going to actually start. So, Let's take a look at the waiver wire, shall we? Quarterbacks. I, oh boy, this Jeff's going to have to be in his bag for this one. I am going to take a guess that Jeff is going to roll out Geno Smith against Baltimore. Unless, no, I, I think that's the play. I like Jeff to take Geno Smith here. Now, there is a world where he could start Deshaun Watson against Arizona. I think he knows he would be in for um, not only some criticism from the league, but also an atomic wedgie from one the czar. So uh, my, my, my guess is he's going with Geno Smith playing into that hypothetical. I still like, hey, hey, Captain Jack, this week, Jeff's team is phenomenal. Um, Derek Henry is, like, um, Will Levis being a part of this offense, like, get the ball to your best players seems to be a good theme for most teams. So nice to see Tennessee back doing that. Alvin Kamara, the PPR king, uh, give him his crown now, just making receptions every every three steps he can, so that that's great. And then his wide receiver room is almost second to none. But I am I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. This is just one of those games where I think it's gonna be a shootout and he they have both he has lots of Miami and lots of KC on his team. This is Cook. So I, I like Cook here and then um Devonta Smith has been okay. Um, he hasn't been great, but he did put up a big figure, uh, last week, sort of touchdown dependent in that offense. Um, only one ball in Philly, especially behind the tush push. So I think he's due for another tutty. I, I think you'll see him in the, uh, in the end zone and that will help. Hey, Hey, Captain Jack go by the foggy do. And then we got a, we got a real stinker on our hands Two teams. Well, I should say one team holding on for dear life in a three game skid and the other starting to build some momentum. If he catches a win here, of course, I'm referring to Bullfrog going up against Summer Breeze. Jake Havlin wasting no time throwing out some shade in the chat about this matchup, which I love. Fire me the fuck up. The score is... As it stands before Sunday, Summer Breeze up eight and a half to zero. Have you had DeAndre Hopkins go in again with Levis? Best players. Makes sense. I'm sure would have loved to have seen him uh, put one into the end zone, having 11 targets. Um, but what what are you going to do? Can't win them all. It's, it's an eight and a half point game. That touchdown would have made things a little more spicy have has the luxury of not having skyver's full team um certainly sam laporta is the biggest to note that's on the buy uh calvin ridley him and skiv have been having relationship issues all season and then jared goff has been pretty decent but sam laporta is you know tight end he's a starting tight end he's de1 so he'll definitely be without him and he looks like he's got hunter henry in there certainly a drop off um breeze hall has been great Bijan, who knows puka nakua seems to be sobering up from this crazy start that he had Um, all of these things to say that i like summer breeze to go back to back here Jonathan Taylor starting to put it together. Aaron Jones, this green Bay team is certainly, I don't think they're going to catch us for the division, but they're starting to play a little bit better ball. This is the team. I think Javi was sort of imagining would, this is how that they would play. Uh, I, I got to believe he didn't imagine that Trey McBride would be his tight end at the start of the year. Um, but I digress. Jonathan Taylor, Josh Allen, Aaron Jones, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, Joe Mixon. You're just not beating that on week nine. Skiv, you're going to have to find it in a different week. Give me some breeze. And then we have Backwoods, Cleopatra. Oh, I forgot to mention our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Labatt Blue Light, official import beer of the Detroit Red Wings. Atwood, Cleopatra, V Oh knife. Muns got a nine spot from the Steelers D and Mo received point nine points from George Pickens. That's not great. Um Mo five and two, or excuse me, five and three and three rivers. Munns, six and two and three rivers. This is, a bit, this is a big matchup here. This is one that you'll remember in a few weeks. Uh, Mon's either extends his lead or this thing's all knotted up for the top of the top of three rivers. H- huge matchup, heavyweight fight. Um, it's Lamar versus Justin Herbert. This is what you want. This is going to be fun. Um, kind of a interesting bag of characters for Mo in Keontae Ingram, Nico Collins some some oddball names, but the thing that that's telling me is Mo is managing. Mo is actively trying to survive the San Francisco 49ers by trying to put guys in there that he thinks could provide value. That's good, Mo. We love to see that, which encourages me to pick Mo's team. However, Justin Herbert, Monday night with Austin Eckler, is going to be a problem against the jets who i I will admit has they've been better lately their defense is phenomenal so they could potentially lock that down a little bit the biggest x factor here is what is going to happen in minnesota on sunday against atlanta or in atlanta no Kirk cousins Muns is rolling Jordan Addison. Mo has TJ Hawkinson. They're gonna need to move the ball in some capacity. Curious to see if a rookie quarterback falls into the love with tight end, or do you throw it to the absolute super the superstar in the making? Um my bet is that he's gonna find his tight end in TJ Hawkinson. So by that, I am taking back Woods Cleopatra over toe knife. Feels risky, feels dangerous. I like that. This is Hank's hot takes. And finally, last but certainly not least, Grouch's royal flush. Can we just can we just for a second clap it up for Oliver motherfucking Rogers. Four and four back. Like he never laughed. I had mentioned that Guyver's is probably happy to hear my voice to get him off of the losing streak. Contrary to that, I'm sure Tal's uh, been wishing that I would have hung up the mic forever as he's on a three game heater. Give it up for Tal and the Royal flush going up against another team looking to put the three game win streak up on the charts. Can't sleep. Need more players. Tall was fortunate to receive 18 and a half from Deontay Johnson on Thursday night. That's that. That's a huge touchdown. We talk about being touchdown dependent, especially in a stinker that was 20 to 16. Tall notches almost a 20 burger from his WR two should be a fun one. I think the, it, it all comes down for this matchup in particular is quarterback play. Um, last week. Can't sleep, need more players, absolutely fleeced, dirty flip-flops with Dak and CD Lamb. Um, the stack is back. It was a phenomenal substitution by Van Hoof, who put Dak in over Justin Field. I can't recall if he had a buy or not, but put Dak in, and collectively they went for about 60, and the Dalton Kincaid pickup starting to reap some benefits. Paul, oh, I, I I think the win streak's coming to an end today. I also understand that probably guarantees me a, a five dollar bet against you. So just throw the handshake emoji into the chat. I know we're all set. Even if we're into the already the 9 30 game, I realize it's gonna be coming out late. Just throw the handshake out there. I like can't sleep, need more players that much. Woo! In conclusion, give me Dirty Flip Flops, Hey Hey Captain Jack, Summer Breeze, Backwoods Cleopatra, and Can't Sleep Need More Players. Fellas, I think I done it. I think I just went 5-0 and for the first time, and Hank's Hot Takes History, come at me with any of them. Love it. And... Last but certainly not least, we're gonna get you guys off, get get you on your Sunday here. We are going to do a Hanks Hot Takes gambling lock of the weekend. And it is, where did it go? Oh um, I love Atlanta Falcons minus three and a half over the Minnesota Vikings, sorry Cook. I just think Kirk is Kirk's pretty good. He has struggled in the win-loss column a lot of the times that's because of the defense and now you're going to put a young quarterback in a spot where he's got to win in Atlanta. Granted Atlanta isn't great, but they just have more star power and I mean, Desmond Ritter is not perfect, but I think three and a half is not nearly enough. I think it should be moved a little bit more. So I'm hammering Atlanta minus three and a half. I think you should do the same. Uh, No guess. So the the final word is mine. Uh, We'll be back on weekly shows. uh, Excited for the home stretch here. Lots of fantasy football left. Um, And I was thinking about this the other day and I, I hope this doesn't come off as weird or awkward, but I, I think that our group chat, the group media that we have should be used as a platform to celebrate one another. Um, example, have you got a new job, throws it on there. That shit's fucking awesome. I, I mentioned to you guys about, um, you know, getting the Dexter job and that Meg and I are expecting. And I, I think that's a great, thing that we should be able to do with one another we're all great friends sometimes as in society you know we're not allowed to be braggadocious and yell at the mountaintops about good things that are happening in our lives let's use the group me for it i think it's important to celebrate the wins because the losses certainly hurt a hell of a lot more so that's me that that's me on my soapbox hope all is well with you fellows. love you and i'll see you in the playoffs Sheesh.